Welcome back to Holding It Together. Um, oh my god, I don't even know what to say. I feel like I haven't been doing this for six months. <laughs> no, for real though. Uh, Hannah and I went out. Oh yeah. Our, <laughs> our monthly going out. Not even monthly. Like we barely go out once every like. Oh, and it's been a while. Okay, well don't. I want us on the internet like that. I know, right? Guys, um, in case you didn't know, we're kind of a little bit lame. No, we, I think we were no, going I, out I was drinking, your, going out drinking. Yes, yes. I'll say. True. I was over here on Friday, yeah. actually, recording last, or this upcoming, wait. No, last, last Monday. Monday. Yeah, you're right. I get so confused on the schedule. Um, And like, while we're sitting here recording, like, Nicole's getting texts from Nick about going out. Yeah, and it's like, I want to preface it, it's like 6.30, p.m. at this point. I'm like, yeah. wait. Honestly, I think when I... When I walked in here, you were like, did you, like, something about, like, if Matt said anything about going out? And I was like, no, but also I wouldn't be surprised because he said, he, like, mentioned a couple weeks ago, like, mm-hmm. oh, I've been, like, kind of in the mood to go out with, like, all of our friends. Um. Anyway, and then at, like, <laughs> I, at, like, 7.30, we're done. And Nick is like, yeah, there's a pregame at Matt and Hannah's at 9. I'm like, this is news to me. I still have not heard a word from Matt. Not a peep. <laughs> what is going on? And then we can't decide, like, we can't get a straight answer out of them if it's a boys' night or if they want us to come, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I text Matt, and I'm like, okay, are we going out tonight? And he texts me back just, are we going out tonight? And then a dancing girl emoji. I'm like, I don't know what this means. Use your words. So for real, <laughs> use your words. So anyway, I went home and uh, got talked to them going out, and Nicole came over. Yeah. And we all went out. The plan changed, like. 16 more times and then but i think we ended on something good yeah it was fun went out we went to the bar and i have this it's not, i don't even know what it is i like i don't know if it's because i didn't go out to bars when i was in college like i never got a fake id once i was legal a it was the pandemic b i still just didn't want to go to the bars um so i like never learned what to order at a bar and like even just the act of ordering a drink at a bar is so intimidating to me for some reason. Like, I just don't know what to say to the bartender. Um, so it's like we walk into, like, the place that we went mm-hmm. and our friends are, okay, like, what do you guys want? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I wish there was, like, a menu of, like, like easy-to-order drinks. I'm like, I don't need, like, a craft cocktail, but, like, I want to drink something that's, like, tastes okay. I don't. I don't know. And, like, I don't want to inconvenience the bartender either. Like, I have yeah. this, like, fear of, like, asking for something too complicated and then being, like, ew, go away. So, I ended up with a vodka soda, which I don't even like. Okay. I don't like vodka sodas. But that's, like, my – I'm, like, the only yeah. answer I have is vodka soda mm-hmm. because I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. Because usually I'll go with, like, maybe a vodka lemonade. But also the thing is – is it, sometimes they can be really sugary. Yeah. And I I don't really like to drink like super sugary drinks. So I'm like, I really don't know where I'm, <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. So anyway, I'm like trying to figure out like how you learn what to order at a bar. Like I need to figure out like a go-to bar drink that you can order anywhere that like tastes good. And it's not going to make me feel like sick 
I can drink multiple of them. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, my go-to is vodka soda just because it's so easy and it's available everywhere. So it's yeah. like you can't really mess it up. But it does taste like shit. And if anyone is saying otherwise, they're lying to you. Oh. If anyone's like, no, I just love a vodka soda. Like, shut it's up. so good. Like, shut up. No, like, add a little lime. I'm like, what is... It makes it more bitter, no, to be honest. This is what I did. Unless you, like, suck... The, take the lime like a chaser. That's right. I that's took the lime yeah. like a chaser. I would like take three big says, take the lime as a chaser. And honestly, it worked out fairly well. I did have to take it one shot before it because I was like, I can't get this drink down if I don't have <laughs> at least one shot in me. So. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, something I need to figure out in my life. Yeah, we should go out more. Figure that out. We should. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Because... I feel like when we do go out with our friends, like, we don't go to places, which is fine. Like, when I'm, like, at, like, a restaurant or, like, a, maybe, like, a more, like, upscale bar. I don't know. Like, okay. not, like, a – I don't know. Um, Like, I feel like they usually have, like, menus and, like, I'll pick a drink off the menu and you just have, like, one drink, you know. But, like, when we go out with our friends, we're going to, like, the clubs or, like, the bars where you're supposed to just get, like, The intention bar is to drinks. drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so that's where I'm, like, lost. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, I do have – okay, so I, I looked up – I found the TikTok I was talking about last week of this dentist lady I've been watching. And the thing is called – it's called Xylitol, not Xylitol, like I was saying. Um, so what it does – and I found, like, the, so she was saying, like, the pH balance of men's mouth – is usually around 7.4 of their saliva. Or I guess their mouth as a whole. I don't know. And then the pH balance of women's mouths, like just when you're like average, resting, whatever, is usually between like 5.5 and 6, which is slightly acidic. So what xylitol does is it um, pulls saliva into your mouth and it's stimulated saliva, which means it's got like the minerals and stuff in it that like put minerals back into your teeth. Like, you know, and it what it does is it raises the pH of your mouth by about two. So okay. it gets you up into that neutral range. Um, so what you're supposed to do is after you eat um, and drink, you can take like a xylitol mint or a xylitol gum or whatever, chew it, and then you're not supposed to eat or drink anything for like an hour. And that like pulls new saliva into your mouth, you know, cleans everything out and gets those minerals back into your teeth to like strengthen them. Oh, okay, and cool. And so on and so forth. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so you can buy it in, like, um, yeah, in the form of mints or gum. I don't know if they – I know – and she said there's, like, a also, like, a powder that you can put in your food, but it's not as effective as doing it after you're done eating. Yeah. So. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't want to leave everybody hanging because I felt like I was like, oh, we're all going to get cavities and die. Um, and I didn't really have a solution that I could – coherently say so there you go that's so funny <laughs> have you heard of the tiktoker oh i guess they come in duo have you heard of the tiktokers men abby yes um i don't i think oh, people is, don't like them right? oh, it's like i think this is a popular opinion but i do not like them okay. well okay i like abby i think she's cool i think she's just chilling she's very like neutral to me i hate okay that's a strong word i'm so sorry I don't want to spread hate. I don't like her husband. <laughs> I 
I do not like him. Um, he just came out with a song. A song. A song. Like he's like a singer. Like he's like a singer. Okay, so I used to listen to their podcast because I was like, oh, I I really liked his wife. I was like, oh, like she's so cool. Like I want to be just mm-hmm. like her. And so I was listening to their podcast and it was going fine. But every time he would speak, I like shut up. <laughs> no, for real. I was like, everything that comes out of your mouth is so stupid. Like I literally can't say anything. And this is what really bothers me. I don't know why, but I really like his wife. And how many times can I say that? <laughs> yeah. But um, he just came out with a song called like Not Enough or whatever. And he made a TikTok, which this is the, what I've seen going around. He made a TikTok and it was like, it was him going back and forth with himself. And it was like one with his shirt off and then one with his shirt on, like indicating two different people. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you have such a good life. And then he's like yeah i guess i do and then the other person's like oh your wife is so hot and he's like yeah i guess she is but is that not is that enough like is that enough like i have fame money my wife's a beautiful wife amazing children but it's i feel like it's not enough for me and then he goes and he plays a song like about it being not enough and i'm like bro if nick if nick went on the internet and said literally a skit about how I'm so hot, but I'm not enough. Yeah. I would be like, see you in court, my guy. <laughs> like, like, what? I just hate him. I'm like, sir, I don't know why I ride so hard for his wife. And then he does this. And I'm, and she's like, chill with it. Well, okay, she hasn't released a statement, so I can't say if she's chill with it. But he has been in, like, hot water before about saying things like this. And they have to go on together and be like, well, this is the dynamic of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, if that's the dynamic of your relationship and if that makes you happy, I don't get it. But whatever, like, do what makes you happy. But I don't understand how he could release that TikTok and expect that to go well for him. I saw it had, like, I want to say, like, hundreds of thousands of views and like four thousand likes yeah and so you know people are like what the you know yeah and like if that's his way to make money like whatever but it's crazy it's crazy i hate him i do not hate him about them a lot but i like never see their stuff oh yeah i would say like i used to be get fed a lot of their stuff because i listen to their podcast and Mm -hmm. the algorithm just knew and since I haven't listened to it for like the past, I don't know, like I want to say like six to eight months, I like I haven't gotten anything. And then I saw a bunch of stuff about him cup, and I'm like, this mother. And I like went and seeked <laughs> it out because I was like, I need to see this. And then I scrolled through Abby, and I'm like, oh, she's doing great. Like she looks great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she's fine. But yeah, I just really hate him. I don't know why. It's so. I feel like I give a lot of reading updates. I don't know if that's annoying, but I did just finish Era Fire um it was so good didn't finish it didn't even start it, it. So started a new good. series i will say it was kind of slow like it like well i can't really say anything about it but um like the beginning starts off you know she's on the new adventure i'll just say well okay if you yeah you know i what? yeah i know what happens at the end of the last book yeah yeah so so okay, she's so, going somewhere yeah so i'll just i don't think it spoils anything she go she ends up going to windland which is like this other place that still has magic whatever because she wants to learn about the weird keys oh yes yes, yes. um and so she gets there and like there's a little action when she gets there and then it's basically honestly a court of silver flames like it's a lot of like training and stuff (gasps) that's my favorite yeah like the vibes are very similar 
Stop. Like, so, like, they're, like, almost the same book. I'm not going to lie. Damn. Um, And then, like, Is the there last... a lot of fucking? No. Okay, it's a court, <laughs> of, a court of Silver Flames PG version. There's, like, literally, like, no romance. Um, she's really bleeding me dry here. <laughs> no, for real. No, I'm kidding. No, I like I like fantasy. I like the story. Like I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you guys, but like I love that like the the tension, the romance. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm say, there's not there's definitely tension okay. between her and like love the that. other like the, her trainer. Oh, um, I love the anticipation. <laughs> I love the anticipation. Okay, sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> but there is nothing. Yeah, nothing like romantic. I literally go feral for that. Yeah, like train. Trainer, I'm literally feral. Okay, yeah. yes, and love then like it. the last, the ending of it, so much goes on. It's like so insane. Like um, I don't want them to kiss, but like I do. You know what I mean? Th- yeah. No, I get what you mean. Um, still remains to be seen. Okay, so like I read, like I t- remember what you talked about. I told you like the guy that she meets. Yeah, Rowan. That yeah, Rowan, who seems more like he's more of the like mm-hmm, main mm-hmm, characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Resand. Yeah, like recent, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're like very, 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 yes. very. Because first of all, he's like thousands of years old, so like they're so far distantly related that they're I, like not related. I love that. Like a little like old, like not old men, but like you know what I'm saying, like like immortal. Oh, that's really looks like they're in their twenties, but still so knowledgeable. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. eating that up. I'm like. Yes, perfect man. <laughs> no, for real. But yeah, now I'm reading the Assassin's Blade, which like goes back in time. So it's like all I, little novellas. Yeah. I hear that it's like devastating. Yeah, I yeah. hear that it's terrible. Like her, the way her like, you know what happens in it. Oh, like, yeah. Similar. The way her like ex-boyfriend dies is like so dramatic. And I see these fan art of it. And she's was, laying on his body. Yes, I was going to say, I just, I just saw <laughs> I, a fan art on TikTok of her. Like, and he's which all he found like, cut Sam. up. Yeah, and he's all cut up, and he doesn't have fingers. <gasps> On I didn't other see hand, that. One of his fingers is like bent backwards. I'm like, oh, I see like his like he's like uh, like patchwork yes. on his, and like his mouth is like all like the Joker. Yes, and I can't stop thinking. Like I can't like not think about that. I'm like every time I close my eyes, I'm like Ooh, like a little bit of like I don't want to read that. You know what I mean? I know, but also I do. Okay, last thing I have to say, um. This is so random. I was watching a. This was like back when I was like sick. I was like on the internet a lot, and I saw. Oh, it was on Threads. Don't go on Threads, guys, because it's literally just like Twitter, and it's just toxic. Anyway, so I saw this. I maybe I should have pulled it up, but I. It was like a thing about. Basically, the debate was this girl was talking about how she thinks coffee dates are really bad, and it was like. I don't even know how to explain this. Okay, have you ever heard of like red, I think it's called red pill theory or something, mm-hmm. red pilling. I think it's basically like you take the the guys who like believe this like red pill thing is like, oh, I'm not going to take a girl on a nice date so she doesn't think that she like deserves a lot. Like it's like, you know, like, you know how they do that? Like the, sure. like, the ones who are like crazy, like they want to play the mind games now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like make you, they, they want to make you feel bad about yourself so they can like control you. Mm-hmm whatever um anyway and this girl was like basically like she was arguing that coffee dates are bad because like she deserves more and like if someone asks you on a coffee date they just want to waste your time and like i don't even 
I don't even know. Like, it's like this crazy circular. I can't even get past. Mm-hmm. Do you think coffee dates are bad? Like, if I know neither of us are like dating, but like, Nick and I's first date was a coffee date. Yeah. See, I think like if I was out dating, that would be my date of choice. Would be like, but to be fair, when you're first meeting someone, go get coffee. But yeah, it's also like low stakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you could leave. 20 minutes in if you really hate it you know what yeah. i mean and fake uh i don't know family emergency but i don't think they're bad at all plus like you don't owe that person anything like you're a stranger you're both strangers yeah you know what i mean so i see her point where she's like don't set low expectations but also set no expectations because on either of your parts you know what i, know. I mean yeah like, i don't get it like i feel like it's like it's fine to say like oh i would rather us go to dinner like, I think mm-hmm. that's fine to say, but I don't understand how someone is like, like, like she was arguing like that every single man who asked you to go on a coffee date is doing so because of this, like, it's like a red pill. Like, I don't, I literally don't know. I can't explain it. I'm sorry, but I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I don't think so either. And like, here's my thing is like, I don't like eating in front of people that I don't know. Like I get re- even people I do know, I get really uncomfortable for some reason. And like you, like you were saying, like with a coffee date, there's no like set time frame. Mm-hmm. So if you really like someone, you can stay there for hours. Yeah. Like I feel like it's really good for conversation because you just have like a beverage. You're not like trying to eat food and talk at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like that's really hard. Um, and then yeah, you can just like leave after 20 minutes if you, neither of you are vibing, or it can turn into dinner. Yeah. Or whatever. Whereas like at dinner, like you kind of honestly only like if it goes really well you like only really have an hour and then you have to leave the restaurant and go somewhere else yeah. i guess I mean, you could do lunch that kind of gives you a little more time i don't know but also if you don't like the person like if it's like really bad you're kind of almost stuck there till the meal's over yeah i think so yeah i just don't get it like i don't i'm glad i'm not dating right now so like we got locked down yeah this week we're going to be talking about running so we'll talk about like our background with running kind of like where we are where we are now with running Mm -hmm. so we talk about this a lot like just brought it up a couple times i thought it'd be fun to do a full episode on it um and then i have a lot of like tips for if you want to start running i don't because (laughs) I have just started, but I will tell you, I am not a suffer in silence girly. Like, if I'm running, you're going to know before you even see any changes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I'm going to let you know. The reason I got into running, which is so, like, weird, was two reasons. One, because Taylor Swift said that she can run her whole set list, like, three-hour set list. Mm-hmm. And she, like, runs during fast songs and walks during slow songs, whatever, to um, train for the Eras Tour. Okay. Second. My company is doing a stop goal challenge for the month of February. Now, it is February 20th as we are recording this. I have about 325,000 steps so far this month, okay? I'm struggling, okay? I was My goal was to walk 10,000 steps a day, but one thing about me is I'm a competitive bitch, okay? And I will try to beat everyone, which I'm in... <laughs> I'm in seventh place right now. Wow. Out of like 145. It's just people voluntarily sign up. Yeah. yeah. It's not like mandatory or anything. 
but I'm struggling. I'm burnt out. Like I am simply dead. Like all I do is I don't walk in the office because I sit and do my work all day. Mm-hmm. Then I have to go home, go to the gym, run. Okay. Because I, I can't, I don't want to spend two hours at the gym walking. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, we have to run. Yeah. You know, to get those steps in as fast as I can. Okay. Because some of these people are doing and the step challenge caps at 30,000 steps a day. Yeah, I average about 17,000 a day, which I'm like, good for you, Nicole, because you're dying. And some of these people are walking 30,000 steps before 7.30 in the morning. I'm like, you're telling me that you did a half marathon because in the equivalence, I guess, would be one mile is roughly, give or take, 2,000 steps. Okay. I'm like, you're doing 15 miles before 7 a.m. Like, you're doing a half marathon before 7 a.m. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, how? I don't understand. I don't get it. So, like, there's these, like, four or five people in front of me that are in, like, the 500,000 range for steps. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not focusing on them. I'm focusing on number six. You're cheating, for sure. No, I don't understand how they wouldn't be. But anyway, so that's how I got into running. The stupid step go at work, which I hate and that is not how i would get into it because it has been work at this point like yeah. I, at first it was fun and it was like i'm running now it's work well i thought aren't you doing the corporate challenge too the race yeah that's in june though okay okay but i i did sign up for the shamrock run which is march 2nd that's soon yeah that's two weeks yeah so i am like quote-unquote training for that by mm-hmm. doing the stupid step challenge and but once that race is over I'm not running for a week and I pro- I'm not walking for a week. I'm I'm sitting my ass straight on this couch and I'm rotting for a week because I'm dead. Yeah. And and you know what? Honestly, sometimes taking a week off makes you so much faster. Because when I was like when I was doing I mean we'll get into it, like I did cross country and stuff. Um when I would have a full week off for like Thanksgiving break, whatever, I when your body has that time to heal, you come back like so much stronger and faster. It's actually crazy. Yeah, I just, I don't have an option at this point. Like, I will die. Yeah. I'm struggling. That's a lot. I feel like I'm burning the candle at both ends. And I'm like, when will I break? I cannot wait for the month to be over. I cannot wait for February to be over. Ten more days and I'm counting down. Okay, do you want to talk about, like, our background? Sure. Okay, cool. Okay, so I got into running in the 10th grade. So I was in Alaska. I had my... Like, best friend and this guy I was friends with that I also had a really big crush on. <laughs> they were both in the cross-country team at my school. Um, and the cross-country team was, like, literally, like, maybe seven or ten kids. Like, there was not very many of us. Maybe it was more than that, actually. I don't blame them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was a really small school, too. So, that didn't help. Um, so, anyway, I joined because, like, in ninth grade, when I was, like, becoming friends with both of them like they would I mean obviously they were always doing cross-country track they would talk about it a lot and they'd be like oh like you should really join like it's really fun like we do all these things and so finally I was like yeah I don't know like I couldn't tell you what compelled me to join I was just like okay I think I just wanted to spend more time with both of them I don't know so anyway I joined I was literally so bad it's like not even funny like I remember the first day of practice that I joined I don't know if I joined at the beginning of the year or like in part of the season. they just needed more runners they were like please yeah please join yeah because I mean normally like cross-country teams are not small like I feel like the other schools that were bigger than us like my school was so small we had 75 kids 
in our grade. That was okay. it. Um, and the other schools that were like more like the school size we went to have like 30 plus kids on the team mm-hmm. usually. Um, same in where I was here. So anyway, um, the first practice, I think it was, they were like, oh, you know, go on this like loop. And I think it was like two miles. Um, I remember I was like literally the last one back. I was so slow and it was so hard because like, I didn't know the loops they were running. Like they're like, Oh, take this route. The coach did. Mm-hmm. And then everybody would go out together. Um, you were getting left in the dust. No, I was getting left in the dust. And like for the last stretch, like I feel like at first they kind of like slowed down so that I could like see where everybody was going. But then like, once we got back on the home stretch, like road where mm-hmm. whatever, gone everybody was gone and i like i remember i got back i was the last one back they're all sitting there like they've all cooled down i'm huffing and puffing it was so embarrassing i was mortified i wanted to die and you came back the next day yeah i don't know why um anyway so then i remember that week i think that weekend or the weekend after was the first meet um so mind you i've run like four days now okay that's it i just started running four days ago and now i'm running a 5k <gasps> Nicole, it was the worst 5K of my life. Obviously, because it was also the first one. No, it wasn't actually the first one, but I was untrained. Um, I ran it in like 33, 34 minutes. I was like last person on the course. This is so embarrassing because if you didn't know, when you run cross country, you, there's like a course. And it's like usually like a lot of it can be like in the woods, but there will be sections of it where like there's spectators. So it's like all the, like and usually it's divided into a boys race and a girls race mm-hmm. so everybody who's not running like the other kids on the team like parents people from other schools are just standing along the course watching um so me being so slow because i started running four days ago i'm the only person running on the course because i'm the last person running <laughs> so embarrassing so embarrassing but i kept doing it that's a miracle in itself i know for some reason um and i ended up doing track and stuff and i ended up really loving it and i will say i will say once i moved here the team culture was a little different where there was more of us first of all and second of all you would run in groups and nobody would ever get left behind like if there was somebody who was like lagging we would all like circle back to them. Like we would never leave somebody behind. So anyway, shade to my old school. But so yeah, that's kind of my like background with running. Um, I ran through high school. I would run some in college. Like I did the running club for a while, but I didn't really like love it. So I didn't keep up with it. And then I would just kind of run occasionally. And I'll say now I don't run at all, but I really want to get back into it. Um, I hate running. Okay. I want to preface this by saying I am not a runner and that is how I identify. <laughs> okay. That's so funny. Because it is terrible to me, mm-hmm. but Hannah, we'll get into it later because Hannah gave me the best tip that I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. So we'll get into it in a minute because we're going to see. Wow. But I do like physical activity. So I was like, okay, like... I'm trying to get into my running era. And so I played basketball, softball, volleyball in high school. Very, I don't know, fine. Like, it's just a team sport. It's not like running. Like, running is so. Yeah. It, I, it technically is a team sport, like cross country and track. Well, but, yes. But I do, it doesn't, yes. it's not competitive to the level that 
basketball and yes. like other team sports are. Yes. I feel like I was able – if I had a bad day, I could like depend on other people. But like running is so mental. Yeah. It's really all – I was going to tip in my tips. It's completely It's mental. completely mental. And then in college, I rode, which was fine. Mm-hmm. That was the most similar thing to running because you're alone. Well, okay. You're in a boat with other girls, but like you're like – single file you're mostly alone you're not speaking to anyone Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you do have some girl being like you can do it and you're like can i though um (laughs) which i think that was really mental too and i think that was the that was like my intro to running yeah my intro to intense cardio yeah what i'm not gonna lie to you basketball was intense cardio but i feel like oh yeah that's a lot of running yeah it was i don't know like i don't know how to explain it it's so different than that because you're you're not thinking about how tired you are you're thinking about like where's the ball what do i do what's the play like yeah. who has it like whatever it's so like you're you're out of your head like you're so focused on everything else you're so distracted i'll say yeah i feel like there's a lot of like like in other sports like soccer basketball that do have a lot of running mm-hmm. there's so much going on and it's like a game of strategy or yes strategizing. yes whereas like rowing and running is a game of perseverance yes exactly like nothing is changing you're just persevering yes exactly yeah. exactly so i hate running and <laughs> i'm trying to be the aesthetic queen <laughs> you know what i mean like the, you know, like that runner's aesthetic you're like oh you are so cute yeah that's what i want i it took me a while to enjoy running like at first like when i first started like i was saying like i was really really bad and i just felt really like alone mm-hmm. especially in like where i was running in alaska and, like, once I could keep up with people, I felt a lot better about it because you could be more social. Mm-hmm. I mean, could be, I was more social. I felt more connected to my teammates and whatever. But I feel like getting into running can be so hard because it does. I don't want to say, like, it, I don't know. I don't want to say it hurts because it's, like, it's not, like, a hurt, like, like you're going like to get so hurt. It's so uncomfortable. It's just really, yeah, it's deeply uncomfortable, like. If your lungs are not in shape, if your legs are not in shape, your body is like, ah, and it's like, oh my, like, yeah, but you hit a point and it's, it's so hard to explain. Like, I don't feel like I get super big, like runner's highs. Mm -hmm. Um, So people do. And like, that's kind of why they do it. But for me, it was like, I don't, maybe I dig your runner's highs. I don't know. It's like a good release of energy for me. And I feel like. Maybe it's just, like, my, like, personality type, like, the way that I'm wired. But, like, I will get, like, even now, I'm having a day where I'm kind of anxious. And I'm, like, if I just, like, went and ran, I would feel so much better. Like, I don't know. It's, like, a release for me and, like, being outside. It's spe- it has to be outside, though. That's the thing. I've never ran outside. Only on the treadmill. That make okay, see, treadmill running is torture. <laughs> no wonder you don't like running, Nicole, because that's literally the worst i've never ran it sucks outside. you're not going anywhere you're not breathing the fresh air in but here's the thing you need, you need a good long run in the woods that's Here, what you need i'm telling you here's the thing um i get shin splits every time i run outside well i have run, okay mm. that's a lie i have ran outside for like races and things like that like i did the turkey trot i've done the shamrock run before yeah and i every single time without fail i get shin splints after and i'm like i mm. hate this after just one race yeah interesting yeah i'm like down for like a week and that's also why because i don't know what it is i know i don't have like running shoes i just have like regular regular ass sneakers so Mm -hmm. i'm like maybe that could be the reason yeah but it's interesting that you could run on the treadmill but i know it doesn't bother you i'm 
I know. And I and I have bad shoes right now. So that's what another goal of mine is like get better shoes. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, am I committed enough? <laughs> you know what I mean? I know it's hard. Like I have running shoes and I just wear them to the gym. So that's kind of how I justify it. But yeah, I don't know. I'm it's that's interesting because I, I will say like when I'm running on like I'm doing a lot of running on concrete sidewalks, whatever. I do get more shin splints. Like in Alaska, we had a lot more trails nearby. So I was always running on trails. I didn't really get shin splints as bad. Um, And if you're running on a track, it's like padded. Mm -hmm. I wonder if treadmills maybe have a little bit of give too. And that's. I bet you. I I really do think they do. Mm -hmm. Um, The one thing that I know treadmills lack is that like push off. Yeah. That you need in running because it like floor moves for you so you're you're just kind of picking up your feet yeah so i want maybe that could be it too Um, like you're having to work so much harder or like in a different way yeah when you're running a road race if you've only ever trained on treadmill yeah i don't know i don't know anyway but speaking of shoes my first tip is that your shoes are everything when it comes to running you don't need like the fancy water bottles and the fancy armbands and whatever you need, but you do need good shoes. I get my shoes, um, I don't know if I said before, from a store called Fleet Feet. Mm-hmm. And they are a sh- store that sells shoes for running. So you go in, you can, they will like have you walk on a treadmill and run on a treadmill to like assess your gait. Um, like how you run, like if you pronate, if you do the opposite one. I don't know. What is um, pronate? So pronating is when like, I think it can be, so either way. So like if you're just standing still. Like, I actually pronate inward. So, when I stand up, my ankle kind of, like, tilts in. It's really hard to explain. But, like, basically, like, my – instead of being, like, a straight line from, like, my heel to my ankle to my knee, Mm -hmm. my ankles kind of bend in a little bit. Okay. Um, So, I I guess, like, that can affect, like – because I'm putting – what you would be putting more weight on, like, the left side or the inner part of your foot. Okay. So people pronate outwards. They're putting more weight on the outer part of their foot. Okay. Um, I do pronate, but then I end up correcting for it. So I have a neutral stride overall. Okay. So what they, anyway, they evaluate all of that, how you run your stride, like whatever, the way your feet are, all of this stuff. And then they can recommend shoes for you based on that and or insoles for your shoes. Um, and that's going to help you like, not get shun splints you know not fracture bones that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um it was always like in cross country you'd have kids join the team and they'd come in with like just these random like nothing no support like that's how mine is right now that's how mine's are right now and two weeks they'll be out with shun splints yeah so yeah i'm just waiting for it (laughs) yeah and so yeah so i recommend see if you have a fleet feet near you or if you just have a running store near you mm-hmm. um is fleet feet really expensive though it can it it depends because what they do is they carry a bunch of different brands of shoes mm-hmm. so it depends on like what brand you go with like i usually like brooks shoes um and they'll have deals and stuff mm-hmm. they'll have like sales and clearance and like that um i feel like usually my shoes run about like 100 to 120 dollars okay and but the and you get it depends on how much you run, but I said you get at least six months out of them, maybe a year. Mm-hmm. I've had my current one. My current ones are um, encores. Okay. Because I stopped running as much. I was doing more CrossFit and I wanted more of like a zero drop shoe. Um, so I got encores. I, those are okay. 
But yeah, so they'll help you like figure out what kind of cushioning you want. Like, cause all the brands are so different. So like I really loved when I was running, like I loved Brooke Ghost mm-hmm. because they are very minimal. They're super light. They're not like bulky looking. Like they look like those like, you know, more aesthetic, like slimmer Nike yeah. kind of sneakers. Yeah. But you're still going to get all the support that you need for your feet and ankles and all that kind of thing. Um, I know Hoka's are super popular right now. Yeah. But they are so padded, you're going to lose a lot of speed. So they might be – it just depends on what you want. Like, if you want to be super comfortable, like, maybe the Hoka. I know Saucony also makes, like, really mm-hmm. thick padded shoes. My dad used to have some. He called them his clown shoes, but they helped his knees not hurt. But you are, like, the more padding and stuff you put on your shoes, the more speed you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of, you know, think about that. Like, if you're just running for fun, it doesn't really matter. But if you want to race, then you're going to need, like, racing shoes. So anyway. Yeah, that's my first – First tip, like, I'm not saying you don't have to go out and spend because I mean, especially Hoka's are like 200 plus dollars. Yeah, the one that I was looking at was like 165, and I was like, mm. yeah, like, you don't have to spend a crazy amount of money. You can probably even, like, if you already have like decent sneakers, just get like inserts. I need new sneakers anyway because the bottoms are getting so thin that I'm, yeah, they're gonna wear through, which I have done with my last pair. So, like, I know they're not like super great they're like 35 dollars at the outlet mall you know what i mean so like i know what i'm working with you know but um yeah my next tip is brought to you by hannah and this is the best i've ever gotten while running well for running okay hannah you told me that you should be able to talk during your run okay what the why hasn't anyone ever said that before because i have only ever been sprinting like okay i've only ever considered a run as a sprint right yeah no as soon as i slowed the fuck down and did like a 12 minute pace i i don't talk during my run but i sing during my run Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. well okay not really sing because i'm in the gym but i'm like mouthing you know what i'm saying i'm like i'm like jamming yeah and I'm like, wait, this is actually fun. What? The amount yeah. of cra- like everyone needs to slow. If you don't like running, you're doing it too fast. Let me tell you. Yes, that's like, true. I was so shook when that happened because I was like, okay, let me not run ten minute mile. Let me slow down to five or to a twelve minute mile because that is where it's more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. And the one episode, I was like, I can't run three consecutive miles, like, whatever. I did five the other day. And I was like, wait, guys. I was like, what? Yeah. What I will say is if you aren't at a pace. Okay, I say run, but I'm really jogging. But I don't care because I'm I'm considering it running. Like, it's faster than a walk. It's faster than a walk. It's a run. That's your base pace. Yeah, it's faster than a walk. It's a run. And I don't, I keep, when I tell people that, oh, like, I'm, like, trying to run or whatever, I keep saying, like, oh, but I'm really slow. Like, I'm jogging. Like, I don't, why am I preface, prefacing it with that? Like, I'm still going or all, are you, anyway, piggybacking off that, another tip that I do or that I have is you can walk <laughs> mm-hmm. if it's too uncomfortable. The way I started was I did, like, I wanted to get as close as I could to five miles in an hour, which I eventually did, but I would run for as long as I wanted and then I would stop and I would go to like a four mile pace, which is like a brisk walk, a four mile, four miles per hour. Yeah. 
15 minute mile okay okay so like it was like a brisk walk yeah and then i would and then after like five minutes i'd like speed it back up and do whatever 10 more minutes and mm-hmm. then five and then you know what i mean so do it in intervals like that is how yeah if you're not there yet you know what i mean and that's like a yeah. great start because i know that if i'm speaking to people about running and i say like oh just start running like you're not going to because it's not going to be fun and it's going to be not too challenging but it's going to be too discouraging Mm -hmm. yeah so that was actually my my next two tips or like a blend of what you were saying was first of all if you're like okay i don't even like when you go out to train like where do i like how do i know how fast to run Mm -hmm. is you should be able to speak to someone while you're running and not you know be like yeah and be able to breathe yeah yeah Yeah. so that's how you know like okay this is my like it's called a base pace Mm -hmm. like that's just your average you're able to maintain that for a really long time pace yeah um and then secondly that so much of running is mental and you can run so much farther than you think so um yeah because like like nicole like was telling me like i cannot run three miles consecutively and i was like girl you absolutely can like especially like the fact that i did it and okay my first country race i did walk a little bit but it's it's all mental like your your body if you are someone who already like walks around a lot like you're averagely fit you can run i'm not saying it's gonna be fast it's gonna be snail's pace, no but it's gonna be slow and yeah girl i get that yeah um also i would say i think too like you were saying I if you're starting running, I would not focus so much on distance so much as time. That was my tip. Yeah. I love doing that. I literally be running and I'd be like, okay, let me just run 10 minutes. And then I'm like, how am I feeling? Like I like to give myself like a check-in. Like, okay, do I feel like I can run two more minutes? Do I feel like I can run five more minutes? And then when I'm like, okay, I'm gonna run one more song. Sometimes I do that. Mm-hmm. And then after the song ends, I'm like, what's the next song? Like, you know what I mean? Can I run that? And eventually I got to a point where I was like, at 45 minutes and I was like bitch I'm making it to an hour you know what I mean yeah like that's because especially like time like you're like oh I'm only gonna run I'm only gonna run a mile if you're like looking at your like watch your phone like waiting for that like it goes so slow to get to a mile it's so slow um just have the goal of like I'm gonna run for five minutes and then I'll walk one minute literally minutes or three minutes it doesn't matter but like I think limiting yourself to not limiting yourself but like Maybe limiting your walking to some degree if you're, like, afraid you can't get back into running can help. Also, having a time goal for running is what's going to help you build that stamina. Yes, because you're going to see your time goal or your time goal. Qui- you're going to see more progress when you do your time versus your mileage. Yeah. Who the, who the fuck cares about mileage? Yeah. Like... If you go out and you run 20 minutes every day, you're going to cover more distance every day. Or you get better. You're just going to be able to go longer and longer and longer. Right. Oh, wait, cover more distance. Yeah. Like I'm saying, like like running two miles, like your time will go down. But if you run two minutes, your distance will go up. I mean. Yes. Yeah. I get what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also heard this tip. I'd never heard it before. Like as a girl who runs on TikTok, I cannot remember what her name is. But she has this thing she calls the 10-minute rule. And it's, like, for the days when you really don't want to go out and run, um, 
you have to, you're like, okay, I'm going to go. It's called a 10 minute out rule because what you do is you have to run for 10 consecutive mis- minutes away from your house. Like it can't be like, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. run for 10 minutes, like mm-hmm. out five, back five. You run out for 10 and then you decide, okay, am I going to go farther or do I want to turn around? Because at that point, in 10 minutes, you've you've run about a mile. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think that's so cute. I do that also at the gym, but I say like, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to get on the treadmill for 10 minutes. And if I want to keep going, I keep going. And if I don't, then I like listen to my body and I don't. But I've never not i not that's never is a strong word i've rarely mm-hmm. not just finished the workout yeah because i'm like i'm already here it's not as bad as i thought it once was in my start, head it's once you start bad. so just m- make yourself go for for the bare minimum amount of time because chances are you'll just keep going mm-hmm. that leads me into my next tip you can't count on motivation you'll never get it you need to count on discipline because motivation comes and goes and if you're sitting here waiting for the motivation sorry you're out of luck like I'm gonna be honest with you sorry like it just doesn't happen you have to count on your discipline because that is what it's gonna take you even if you if you're having a bad day you have to be like all right too bad I'm gonna run 10 miles out that's a good one I like that one yeah um, okay, so my next tips are all about, like, if you're like, okay, I hear you run for however long. I don't know how to run. I got you. First of all, talk a little bit about form. So what really helped me, there's a lot of different, like, tips you can look up for how to have proper running form. I'm just going to have, like, my favorite ones in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and people phrase it differently and like it'll make sense to different, you different ways. What really helped me when I was trying – because people talk about a lot you're supposed to have a forward lean. So basically like you should almost be like leaning forward. It helps your momentum so you're not working as hard mm-hmm. when you're running. And I'm like, am I supposed to be following over? Like I don't get it. What helped me is I imagine that there's a string – like through my chest and you can imagine it like being attached to a kite like out in front of mm-hmm. you or like someone is holding the like a giant is holding the string that's, that's attached through your chest and it's like pulling it so if I if I don't know it just helps me like when I imagine someone pulling a string attached to my chest it puts me into that forward lean it's mm-hmm. so, like your body is just angled like slightly forward like your your chest is still up you're not like falling towards the ground but yeah anyway that helps yeah. me um also relax (laughs) yeah so yeah if you're holding a lot of tension in your body it's gonna make your run so much more hard and that's where I really struggle is I hold so when I start running or honestly just in general I hold so much tension in my upper body and my shoulders (gasps) me too so I like to constantly remind myself first of all I'm thinking about that forward lean like the string through my chest second of all Throughout my run, I will roll my shoulders back so that my and like bring my shoulder blades together and down my back, so like in neutral position. So I'm always pushing my shoulders back and just relaxing. Yeah, like I'm constantly like relax my shoulders. Also, what helps if you feel like you're building up a lot of tension, literally just let your arms hang loose at your side for a minute. Like I will, I will do this mid race. I do not care. Like have a second where you like are running and you just let your arms dangle loose, or you like flap them against your side. Like just like 
shake them out, literally, like get all the tension out and then bring them back. And also a lot of people have the tendency to like start bringing their arms up. Like they're like Mm -hmm. almost like imagine like punching yourself in the chin. Um, That's not helping you either. So someone told me once like you're, if you like feel your body, there's like kind of a space between your hip and the bottom of your Mm -hmm. rib cage. Um, Your arm should like a neutral position is it should be right there yeah. in that space between your rib cage and your um, hip. So your forearm, mm-hmm. that's where it should be. Um, so that's what I'm always checking is like, I'm always like, relax my shoulders, you know, bring my shoulder blades to neutral position and make sure my arm is in that correct spot. I'm not like bringing it up and punching myself in the chin. Um, and then when it comes to your gait, this kind of changes because what's your gait? That's like your legs. Okay. So I ideally you want to have like a longer gait. So like you are longer strides, I'll say. Um, so you're covering more distance and then you want that like pickup speed to be fast. There's different like drills for this. I'm not – I've always kind of struggled with my gait and my stride. Um, I tend to have a really short stride, mm-hmm. which – Basically, it just means you're doing more work. Yes. Um, if you're, if you're, whatever. Um, and then there's people run different ways. So some people will run like heel to toe, like your heel touches the ground and your toes. Um, or you run on your midfoot. I there's debate over which one is better. I was naturally more of a midfoot runner, and then I kind of got coached into heel to toe, and it's not my favorite. I'm a midfoot runner. Yeah. I'm like, ah, heel to toe just sounds uncomfortable, and that's how I know it's, I don't do that. It's hard. Um, I So I would say I don't have I don't have a lot of tips for that. I would look up more, like, mm-hmm. how to have I, better form from the hips down because <laughs> I don't have the best tips. Um, and then the other thing of, like, okay, now I know how to run, but the hardest thing when you're running is your breathing. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. Okay. So if you breathing is out of control, first of all, slow down. Yeah. Second of all, you're like, how do I know how hard to breathe? Um, what I do or the way I learn to control my breath is so basically like I'll do two in breaths, two out breaths. So my feet are hitting the ground, I'm going in, in, out, out in in out out like with my footsteps so you do footsteps in another footstep in and yeah. then another footstep out another footstep out yeah okay yeah so the pat my pattern is like i mean you can do like find your own pattern but that's how i always do it it's in and out out with my footsteps mine's <gasps> no i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> mine's trying to survive um yeah yeah but also um, yeah and i can't remember I know it's better to breathe out through your mouth. I honestly think like when I will start a run, I will start through my nose. It's kind of, I find like mentally easier to control your breathing when you're breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. Um, Once you get into your run and the breathing becomes a little more natural, I find I start breathing through my mouth more, especially once I'm working harder, if I'm racing. Yep. Um, I definitely start through my nose. And and they're like through my mouth, and yeah. I and I know my mom told me one time she's like, I can't remember. She's like, breathe in through your nose and out, or breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, or breathe 
in from your mouth and out through your nose. I can't remember. Yeah. But I know I I simply just try to breathe. Yeah. So I that's how I do it is I I establish that pattern of breathing and it's going to be so requires so much conscious effort at first but eventually it will become second nature to you. Like now I really don't think about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do still follow the breathing pattern, but I'm not thinking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that honestly helps you in the beginning. Like your body might change it up a little bit, but yeah, you start in control. And then uh, if you hit a point where you feel like you are losing control of your breath, what I do is I will just try to empty my bot like all of my breath. So I'll like have a moment where I just be like, and I just like let it all out okay. and start over. Because um, sometimes you, when you are like working so hard, you'll start just like gulping air in yeah, and you're yeah. not getting it out. So you're getting a lot of like carbon dioxide buildup. That's what one of my coaches told me. I don't know if that's true. But so that's why I will just like forcefully like breathe all the air out of my body mm-hmm. and start again. Okay. Wait, that's a good tip. Um, Yeah. So those are my... All my form tips and my breathing tips. Okay, I have one more tip. Okay. This works for me. Might not work for everyone, but you have to have a banger playlist. Yes, you do. If you're if not you're, running with friends. If you're not if you're not running with friends and if you're new to this, I like to crank that music up. And I know in the gym it's safer to wear both headphones and like have a noise cancellation and like music blasting in your ears because like obviously it's not on like a trail or something Mm -hmm. you have to be like ladies we have to be careful no honestly that's a good point if you are ever running outdoors regardless of gender or whatever especially if you're running on i just hit myself on the what is going on especially if you're running on the roads first of all run against the flow of traffic second of all do not put on noise canceling headphones Ideally, only have one headphone mm-hmm. and leave your ear that's like closer to the road open because you do not need to be getting caught unaware by a car. Yeah. Anyway, so or a man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I, my recommendation is Taylor Swift Reputation album, start to top. No, no shuffle, no skips. You start with, are you ready for it? If that song doesn't pump you up. I can't help you. We're, you know what I mean? Um, anyway, I literally, it's about an hour long. I literally listen to that from start to finish. You end with New Year's Day, which, listen, it's, I, while I'm dying hour in, I'm like, I can't end with the slowest song on the earth. So what I do is I cue up a different song, any song of your choice from Taylor Swift, and then your, your cool down will be New Year's Day. But... Anyway, you can also search up angry Taylor Swift. You can search up angry girl run. You can search up mm. hot girl run. Like all these angry music for running. These are all playlists that have definitely been curated already. And you can even look up playlists that match your tempo. So like five miles an hour pace, six miles an hour pace. And they'll have music that matches the tempo, which I find really helpful. Mm, that is helpful. I've never thought about searching it up that way. But that's true. I always feel like when I hear like travis scott songs for some reason in my head i'm like this would be perfect to run to no for real i don't know it's just got like a consistent like good yeah beat to it um yeah okay my last tip also is um once you've like established your base pace you know you are able to run for like a mile or two uninterrupted 
um, the way that you get faster is by doing interval workouts. So that's going to be like you run fast, you know, you like, I'll say like we used to do like 400s. Mm -hmm. So we would do like you run a 400 meter loop at a certain pace and then you like rest for a minute and you do it again and do it again. Um, for however many rep, rep yeah. reps, um, I don't know. I can't give you the tips off my head because I do not remember those workouts. And there's other things called like fart licks. <laughs> they sound really funny. I think it's F A R T L E K. It's like some guy's last name. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are the ones where you like you'll you'll be running the whole time like you're not like resting between laps, mm-hmm. but it's like you'll have like a sprint section. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're like jogging, sprint, jogging, sprint. Um, if you just look up, like if you want to get faster, I'm sure there's like you can look up like interval yeah. runs. That's how you're gonna gain that speed. Cool for your race. Yeah, those are all my tips. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening to this week. We hope that you don't take it too seriously because you know we don't. <laughs> um, but yeah. I really want to get back into running, so hopefully I'll have a good update for you guys. Yeah, in the next couple of weeks, I want to know. Yeah, and I'll up to you on my race, but um, how long is the? Um, don't have any high hopes. It's an eight k. How many miles is that? It's like five, a little over five. Ugh. Yikes! I know, and my and I'm going with my mom, and she's a walker, so I'm like, am I just gonna be walking with my mom? Mm. But she walks like fast, yeah. so. I'm hoping to get it done in under an hour and 15 because that gives us, what, like 15 min- mile minute walk? It's five miles. Yeah. An hour and 15. Yeah. So I'm hoping we do that. If I was alone, I was hoping for under an hour because that's what the pace I've been usually doing. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what the vibes are. I'll let you guys know. But yeah. Fun. Keep you guys updated. All right. Bye, guys. We hope you have a great week. Bye.